This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Sunday special episode of the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Fried. So good to be back here with you, Jordana. We are doing a Sunday special. We love the Sunday special, don't we? It's we just do. like a bite-sized version of the You Up podcast that is so easy to share. If you hear a topic on this podcast, this is the one to send to your group chat to let people know, hey, we were talking about this last week, or if you think that you have a differing opinion, your friend has a differing opinion, you want to hear what your boyfriend or the girl you're dating is thinking, send it to them. Exactly. It's a place for discussion. We are no experts. We we're are just- not couple of people shooting shit out of her ass. We're just people who have been through it, as you heard in last week's That's jingle. right. I love it. <laughs> the jingles. Um, and this week's. You heard the new jingle. We're using it. Yeah, we're using it. And should we give a shout out to, to yeah. the uh, writer of the jingle? Jordan Castillo. We hope we're pronouncing the name right because it's spelled a little differently than than we've seen before. Um, and his, his Instagram is jcastillomusic. So check him out. Go check them out. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the jingle. Please. And if, you know, if, um, go follow, you know, he's a part of the you up family now. Exactly. And if you think that you have a jingle that's even better than his. Yeah. Which (laughs) seems very unlikely. You can call it in for us. Yes. At two one. This is America's got talent. Two one two five eight nine eight nine zero three. Um, and what's up with you? Jared, um, I'm on the road, people. Right now, I'm 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 leading up to. I'm going to be in Denver. Denver, can't yes. wait. Three out of the five shows are sold out already. Wow. So, JaredFree.com for tickets. Uh, Columbus, Newark, Madison, Tampa, La Jolla, Huntsville, Alabama, Nashville, Tennessee, Dayton, Ohio, Albany, New York. I have more coming on the way. JaredFree.com. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. The shows have been great. And I put out also, if you're sitting there on a Sunday and you're looking for more content, I put out a six and a half minute YouTube clip of my standup. I love that. Yeah. From San Francisco. Which bit is it? Are you going to, they have to watch to find out. They got to watch, but it's about, it's somewhat timely. Okay. Um, it was a bit I was doing like two years ago that somehow worked back into my set because it had to do with like the pandemic ending for some people and not ending for others. Still relevant somehow. It's still relevant. And, you know, I've always, whenever I talked about the pandemic on standup, it was always about the social stuff. Like just the discomfort of like a hotel saying there's no housekeeping. Right, and the like, real the real problems, the real yeah, issues. Yeah. Uh, listen, I live in the land of luxury. I'm not gonna. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, we just otherwise. our last episode was all about my you know being annoyed yeah. that people were gifting me too, too many, many things on the honeymoon. So too many cakes. I'm not one to be <laughs> exactly too many too uh, many cakes. <laughs> too many celebratory cakes. Exactly, and people singing for you. Yes, yes. it's a tough life. Tough life. Tough life. But listen, this is, I think most people, whether people want to admit, I know we live in a in a time where you know 
we're very hard on anyone that has anything, any form of privilege, you yes. know? So, uh, I am, I am the mascot of well, privilege. That's what luxury, so I, yeah. luxury lounge is genius. Yes. That's why, you know, and if you haven't listened to that, go check out J train podcast, luxury lounge, the luxury lounge. And Jordan has been on the show. It's such a, it's such a fun space. It's the great. luxury lounge. I, I, I really, it. yeah. So, uh, it's the best. And, and people, I get so many emails with luxury lounge complaints and, at the end, it says the same thing every time. It felt so good to just even write this. Right. Because there's nowhere else that you can say it without being the worst person I'm, on the internet. Yeah. I'm like, you know, what are they, the when you go into the- It's a self-awareness lounge. It's a self-awareness lounge. You're, it, writing is, is a self-awareness in itself. Just yes. no, And the luxury, it doesn't have to be a luxury complaint. The luxury is being able to complain. Yes. Without fear of, you know, there's some bigger things going on in the world. No. There's no bigger. Not thing. here. Not, Not here. In Not in the lounge. Is, I feel like I'm. Uh, people are in. What is that thing where? You, what confessional? That's what it's called. Thank yes. you. I was, <laughs> I was looking to uh, a Jewish person. <laughs> you're like, no, I got that. Maddie's <laughs> like, I'm on the. Yeah, I feel like I'm. You're 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 speaking to me through the confessional. Right. And it's a really beautiful thing, but if you're out there and you want to laugh at some of the luxuries and the problems of the of the problemless of the pandemic. This set kind of lands in that where it's just six and a half minutes. You, did you place. watch it? You, I haven't it? seen it yet. You, so it's six and a half minutes of like, and then there's some crowd work, you know, people yell out, you know, and I take care of that and make that as funny as I can. And just, it's, it's all on the subject of the pandemic's over for some, but maybe not for all. Right. And how do you deal with that? So it's on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. And uh, let's get to the email, right? I love it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. You want me to read it? Um, yeah, you could go for it. Yeah. I like this title because I have this thought go through my mind. All right. right. This is something I kind of think about sometimes. And I think if you're single and you're like a little bit older and you're happy, but you're looking, looking for someone to like, kind of like fit into this very specific puzzle piece right. space. I, I mean, I get this email a lot, but it's usually more like, are men intimidated? I mean, I guess it, this is what it says too. It's like, are yeah. men, is it as a female thing, like are men intimidated by female success? Do they not like mm. a woman to be more successful? And someone actually recently sent me an article on the cut about this, about like an author who kind of felt like it wasn't a, it wasn't a plus when dating to be successful as a woman. It See, wasn't a perk. I think success is hot. This is me. I'm speaking for myself. Like, if I was to be asked, what would be you know, like your dream? Like to me, like secondary education, I, I see that and I go, love it. Even more successful than you? Yeah. I think that's really where it gets I, like to be a, a a thing. I guess I'm okay I think with that, where I'm at. Right. Well, maybe that's, if you're not okay, that's when it becomes more of a complex for you. But I also don't want to be taken care of. You know, so that, I don't want right. to feel like a burden on someone, but that doesn't, to me, that's that's more about the relationship dynamic and not because. Well, I will it's not say a this matter of being intimidated. That Do you know I've what I mean? come across, I think you can. Men can find success attractive. Women obviously mm. find success attractive. I do think that women find success more attractive than men do. I think for men, it's like a nice little perk mm -hmm. if they're into it. Like great, but it's never going to be like a deal breaker if they're not, or they're not like really like, I I think there's very few men who are like, they need to be this accomplished for me to 
be interested in them. Mm. And I think that that's more the case for women. And I, I mean, I have an interesting example of this. I tried to set up someone recently, mm. totally like, um, successful, like I would say non subjectively successful. Right. And I got the feeling that it like, and I, I ran it by a few guys and they were like, eh, maybe. Right. Mm. But I just knew that this person's level of success, that if I had presented the same person, same like level of attractiveness, mm. same whatever as a as a man, I think that the women would have been a lot more impressed with their accomplishments. That's fair. But that doesn't that going back to like, are those guys intimidated? Well, that's They're right. just not turned on. Well, that. Yeah, I think intimid- I think a lot of women, they, they sort of like phrase that to them. They internally like that maybe it's some somewhat self-serving to say mm-hmm. they're intimidated sure. by me. It's almost more flattering <laughs> yeah. than, than turned on or turned off. Do you know all, what I mean? All this hard work. Not as turned on is different than, than not. Sure. I, I would say, and I don't know how bad this sounds. Like, you know, throughout the course of time, all these men that have, you know, killed, murdered, and, you know, stolen – some of that was for a woman. Right. The idea that a woman will think I'm a track because I've, you know, plundered I'm society. Earner. I'm an earner, you know. Right. And, you know, I would wonder, was the the successful woman, was, was part of her, like, is she disappointed because she's like, all this and you don't find it hot? You know, like, I, I don't know. Well, I'm sure she would be. Yeah. She, I mean, I didn't like... I don't usually get, I don't You're usually, give the I don't, feedback. I yeah. always go also for the men first before sure. I bring in the women in, in the setups, generally speaking mm. too. Like I don't like, a, I don't, I don't start with the woman. No, I get that. Um, but I did make me think, I think that it, again, I think intimidated is the wrong word. A lot of women present it as, are they intimidated by my success? Are they, which maybe if you are a guy who's insecure about your own job, then it would be intimidating. If you kind of feel like I don't feel like I wish, I wish I were somewhere else in my career. I wish I were doing more important things. And then there's this person that can, I guess I can see a world where that would feel emasculating, but I think a man who's confident in what he's doing probably wouldn't be intimidated. I also don't, I do agree that he wouldn't be as turned on by the success as a woman would be in the same position, but that's not, I don't think that makes a man like a misogynist or like sexist. Summer is just around the corner. So it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium Europe European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. 
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt show Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. I think a lot of, um, I mean, we don't get a lot of emails from men being like, should I go on the fourth date even if I'm not into them? <laughs> you know what I mean? That kind of works into this category because you're showing these guys, those guys aren't going, you know, they're not going, whoa, fucking success. I can get myself into this. You know, like right. they're going, they're looking at their penis going, you win? Right. <laughs> and if the penis says yeah. no, well, that's what I'm I don't saying. give a fuck it's about a lot, the success. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. I think women are more taking in the entire package yes. of what they're presented with. And again, not to generalize, but ge- generally speaking, that from what I've seen, and men are more interested in like, is she fun? Is she nice? Is she like attractive? Am I attracted to her? Does she, and um, I think from my perspective, does she fit into what I'm, do we, do, does this fit into what I'm doing? And I, I have that a lot where I'm like, you know, I do think a lot like with stand up and doing on the road. Like I have this thought and I'm personalizing this because I guess this is the only way I know how to talk about this without, I don't know what people will take from this for their own relationships. Okay. But I do get, when I go into the, the, the insecure part of my brain with a relationship, I go, who would fucking sign up for this shit? I don't want to do this to somebody. Okay. You know, like, I mean, we all have those thoughts, I think, at one point or another. Sure. Like, who would want, like, if they really knew. If they knew. Right, you know, yeah. like, ugh, I got to go to Omaha. They don't want to go to fucking Omaha. They don't want to go to, no offense, Omaha shows were great. This is the second <laughs> week in a row that I've made that it comment. Made you know. Omaha dig. No, but I mean, any place. You know, you, you know, Nashville's a fun time if you're with your girls and you got cowboy hats and you're in the back of a fucking van dancing to fucking country music. Right. It's a little different when I'm like, yeah, I can't drink during the day and I'm trying to stay healthy and I got to go to the gym and I got to do some writing. Right. And not as glamorous, uh, not as, glamorous. As, you might, as you might imagine and sit through two hours of shows right you know and then we'll go get pizza if that's open right. <laughs> you know like that's the life that's yeah. you know a different story and you go and then you go well and then who would sign up for this and that's kind of where you go it's not even about you <laughs> you know like the, yeah, the, su- the right. success well thing. I think that like Again, I don't think that it's a turn off. I just think it's not as a big of a turn on. And I don't think that that's inaccurate to say. If a woman was making, not an error. No, no, no. Yeah. You're not, not at all. Um, if a woman was making a million dollars. Yeah. Million dollars a year, just like, yeah, I fly, you know, whatever. I don't even know. That that would be, I would go, wow, that's crazy. Okay. And then they were like, I got to go on vacation. I would go, okay, where are you going? And they're like, I'm staying. Like I was in well, Salt Lake last weekend. 
Salt Lake were great shows. And then I would stay an extra day in Park City. Okay. Park City, I looked at hotels. The hotels were insanity. Like ski ski hotels are absurd. I went to Vail. It was like a joke. It, did you like, look at like what I, the hotels I, were? Yeah, I stayed at a hotel. It's a much shittier hotel than I wanted to stay yes. at. Because the prices for the hotel that I wanted to stay were like $2,300 a night. I was like, on principle, Thir- I cannot. <laughs> on principle. I yeah. said the same exact. Yeah. 3400 a night. That's insane. For like the nicest. Don't get me wrong. This was like, right. but I go. But even like then the middle tier is like 2000. Exactly. Right. And I, and I was like, cause in my mind I was like, oh, I'll get a nicer hotel. Right. And then I, uh, ski, no, I think no, it's no, no, the no, ski no. resorts it, in particular. Totally. Season, yeah. I ended up at a, you know, I'll, I'll give a, auto, the autograph collection for Bonvoy. Okay. Those hotels are like the best price point. If you're in like a different city, mm-hmm. it's always like the right price point and it's always a little bit good nicer. Value. Good value. Right. Autograph collection. If you're on the Bonvoy app is like my go. Is that, are you an autograph guy? I would consider myself an autograph Like if, if you had to like pick one to just go to for the rest of your life. Obviously, it, blindly, the, yeah. blindly. Without, yeah. Obviously, if with, not, obviously you'd pick like the best. Hotel, of course. But like. And one that most that that most feels like you. It, 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 it yeah, I'm a value pick. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's no, me. Like no, a, I know what you mean. Like right. I could blindly go to an autograph hotel, and I would be like, it'll be fine. Right, it'll be good. Like it has the things that I need. Has the things I need. The things the, that I don't. Updated boutique hotel, sure. run by a big corporation, so you like you get your points. You know, right. like so. Um, that is. Uh, but I. Oh, but if I was like. I was thinking, I was like, what if I was with someone who had to stay at that hotel? Well, that's, I you guess. You know, lived the, a lifestyle yeah. that was like, yeah, I'm going to the fucking, the, the well, same region. That's where the question comes in, I think, also, where it's like, that's another part of the question where it's yeah. like, let's say they were like, I need to go to the same region and I'll pay for it. You wouldn't feel a little, I think I'd as a woman, awkward. as I, a woman, I'd be like, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm guess like, I'm down. Like I'll pay this much and then you can pay the difference. Like I would, I wouldn't, it would, but I feel like it would feel different the other way, right yeah, or wrong. I guess I would say, okay, cool. Um, but you'd feel a little I'd weird about it. I'd feel a little weird. I wouldn't be turned off by it. It would depend on how it's done. I think that's true. Would it make you feel no bad? Matter, no. Um, would I feel bad? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really thinking through this because- I would be like, I would pay for the dinners. <laughs> you know? like, I wouldn't, That's cute. I wouldn't be another, yeah. <laughs> you could get whatever you want, one and two appetizers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would feel bad. I'm I'm pretty okay with like, I guess how I'm doing, but I right. again, it comes back to me. There's a great Sex in the City episode about this with Miranda and Steve. Um, okay, where yeah. Where she buys him like, they're going to like an event or something and he doesn't have a suit. Mm, and then I she remember. buys him a suit yeah. and she and he breaks up with her. <laughs> and she says, Why am I being punished for being successful? And he's just like, I can't, like, I don't, it doesn't, it feel, it feels, doesn't feel good. Like, I guess um, if I turned into this woman's pretty woman, <laughs> big mistake. Well, she's like, I don't I have a suit. Out. He didn't have a suit. So she bought him a suit. It's like no, I'm saying I, in the I, other I, scenario, but it'd I think be like kind of romantic. I think everything, uh, I think everything's possible with class. Right. You can be not classy and fucking loaded. I feel like Miranda was pretty classy about it. You think so? Did she say, hey, like, we're going to yeah, go to this event. Said, you yeah, need a yeah, suit. Yeah. Can I buy you the suit? She said, yeah. I want it. She's like, can I please buy you the suit? Like, I want, like, it doesn't, I want to, it was, and he I was, remember this episode. Yeah, I actually think that was like a, and you did feel bad for her because she didn't, it wasn't like she was like, and you got to wear this sure. suit. It was like, 
she just wanted to go with him and he couldn't go because he didn't have the suit. So she like bought him the suit so that she could, so they could go. It was like a, it really wasn't like a manipulative, like, no, I know. slimy thing. Like yeah. drop the suit on his bed. <laughs> Put this on. Put this on, you like fucking lingerie. pig. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trash. So I do, th- I do think there's hints of that. I don't think the intimidated thing, I mean, maybe that's where the intimidation comes in, with, in for. Is it like, and I think that maybe like a, a better word for that would be like, makes you feel insecure about something you're not secure about but yeah. you're saying even it might make you feel it might make you feel Just a little weird weird i i mean i would also go like well why don't we stay at the place we can split you know what i mean like well, and then they would go well, well i don't want i, I want to live a certain lifestyle i know yeah it's like the I, other lifestyle is a real thing yeah i think i'd be able to get used to it <laughs> I mean, I just want to see what a fucking $3,400 a night hotel room looks like. They, I mean, it better come with a fucking blowjob or some shit. That is crazy. No, it's not. That's the whole thing. It's like they're very average hotels in these ski towns. They're just charging a crazy amount. I looked at, obviously looked into this um, for my ski trip. You got to, I got to give a plug to, you reminded me, Anna Roisman. She's on TikTok. Oh, she does the funniest. That's so I Steve. She does the funniest Steve impressions. That's so funny that you said there because I was like, yeah. oh, I, I like happened across this. This is hysterical. Yeah. Anna's I think hilarious. I was gonna send it to you, but I, I didn't obviously. Yeah. But it sounds like you've discovered. No, I know it anyway. Anna. She's yeah. she's fantastic. Really funny comedy. I was like actually laughing out, and I don't, as you know, I don't get that emotive. I wasn't tearing up at the you <laughs> up things, but I was la- laughing like to myself when watching that Steve impression. The yeah, Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> yeah, Miranda. 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 Miranda, Miranda. Yeah, she does a great. It reminded Steve. me of how you were making fun of him when he yeah. was like in the show, which got renewed, by the way, while I was. Oh, out we got a second season, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah. She does Hilaria Baldwin and and Steve from. I'm looking at her. She's at Anna Roisman on uh, TikTok. So go hysterical. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do the email. You ready? We'll get into it. Am I too independent for a relationship? I have been a listener since day one. Jared, I've been a J-Train listener for maybe six years now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you both for providing endless laughs. I would love your thoughts on being too independent. If there is such a thing, and if so, how does that impact dating, etc.? There may be a lot of info here, but I think it's important and probably relevant to many women who listen to this show. I would say this is relevant to many women who love this show. I, I would say a lot. I get of, this a lot. I get this a lot, but also like people were like, oh, I'm too old for this podcast. I don't see that at no. all with the listenership, especially when I go on the road. It is, and my dad even said, I've said this in past time, educated, hardworking, yes. you know, crushing it women. So it's like, you know, if you're in that group, you know, you're yeah. the listenership. And I mean, like, that is our Betcha's audience as well. So it's like, it it makes sense. Yeah. It, you know, you know, doing well. Women of know, the world. Women of the world. So yeah, yeah pants, suits and all. Uh, exactly. <laughs> just everyone's got shoulder pads. It's crazy. Everyone <laughs> at your shows. Everyone yeah, at my yeah, shows yeah. just looks like. The Lane from Seinfeld. <laughs> Oh, what is, what's the name of the show? Uh, Designing Women. The whole audience okay. is Designing Women. That's a very old reference. Okay. I was living in LA for the last five years and recently moved back to my hometown in Washington State. Roughly 400,000 people where the median income is about 50K a year. How do you know this? I mean... <laughs> she, she, <laughs> well, like, do you know this information about your hometown? I have no fucking clue. Right. I, She's definitely looked this up. I mean, it's yeah. obviously an issue for her. Yeah. I am still working for a tech company remotely that is based out of San Francisco. So she's making do re me. Uh, my industry is male dominated. I would say I am proud of my job where I am at and where I'm at in my career. I'm pretty happy to be back in my hometown as many of my friends have moved back during COVID. Married and single. The town has a law school, med school, etc. So there tends to be new people moving there, and I have enjoyed dating since I have been back. One thing to note about my hometown is I would say it is not as progressive as other major cities on the West Coast, really right down the middle as far as politics, beliefs, etc. The cost of living is much lower in my hometown, which allowed me to buy a home, travel more, etc. I would say these are all good things, but I have noticed that as soon as I invite a guy over to my house after a few dates, things get weird. I would not say my house is extraordinarily extravagant or anything of that nature, but it was remodeled before I bought it, and I am really into design. Slash, I've invested a lot of furniture, a lot into furniture, and I'm a pretty clean person. Comments I've received. Wow, how much money do you make? I mean... That's a brutal That's question. absurd. That's a dummy. Yeah. That's a dummy. Yeah. We can't account for the dummies. 
Yeah. We can. They exist. But I mean, you wouldn't want to date that person even if you were poor. Ever. Right. Yeah. It doesn't <laughs> matter. That is not a tax bracketed thing. Yeah. To be polite. and cla- Like I was saying, classy does not. What do, what's our friend uh, Luann say? Money doesn't buy you class. Money doesn't buy you class. Yes. Okay. That's <laughs> the great Luann de Lesseps. The Countess. The Countess. Said, yes. Elegance is, is learned. Is that what elegance is learned? Yes. Yes. Well, you could, yeah, this is a pro quoting Luann podcast. <laughs> she was a former guest. Was, yeah, listen, yeah. a friend, a fop, friend of the pot. Exactly. Wow, your house is so big. How do you afford it? It's two bedroom. As soon as someone comes over, these are things people have said. As soon as uh, uh, as soon as someone comes over, things tend to fizzle out. Sure, maybe it's not the right person for me, but I am really starting to feel like they there may be something here. A few of my other single f- girlfriends in the area who are also working remote or have good jobs have also bought homes and are in the same position as me. We got a similar email to this during the pandemic. Do you remember? Yes. Canadian women. Yes. Yes. This is... Uh, I remember that. This is very similar. I recently decided to to message a few guys that I saw for a couple months and things eventually fizzled out to see why they fizzled out. Some of the responses I got were, you seem too busy with work. You are too independent for me. I am looking for someone who wants to settle down sooner rather than later. The thing is, I am looking to be in a relationship in the future. I do like to travel a lot and work, but that doesn't mean I would not adjust my priorities in the future. I have been in the mindset of enjoying single life, traveling, etc. I have a group of friends who I hang out with frequently, have a lot of hobbies I enjoy, and really try to put myself out there both on the apps and in person. After I receive some of this feedback, I have really tried to avoid talking about my job on the first few dates, purchasing a home, etc. But I feel like I shouldn't have to do that if it's something that comes up naturally. I am not expecting anyone to be making millions out here, but to me, passion and drive are more important than career and money with a partner. My questions. One, should we go through them each? Yeah, I guess. Why not? We'll do them quick. We'll do them quick. Is it possible that guys could potentially view me as too independent? What do you think? I think it's possible for guys to view you as anything. Totally agree. Like, and you can view anyone else's. I've dated guys I thought were too independent. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's, that's a match thing. Totally. And, too independent. Too independent for them. For them. Yeah. yeah that's a, you know, when she says. Some people really like someone who's very independent. Amazing. Also, yeah. the ver- like, also, they might be into you and be blaming your independence to get out of this. Right. Thing. Yeah. You can't really trust the, the answer, I think. Rarely can you trust, unless you're like actually in a relationship with someone and they break up with you like in a real way. I really don't think you can really trust the answer to this kind of question if you ask someone. Honestly, the only way you could trust this answer from them is they've came on this podcast and we asked them then to their face and they didn't think you were listening. Yeah, which, I mean, by all means, please come we on. We have a hotline. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Two, is there any, is there a way I can express that, yes, I'm looking for a partner, I will adjust my priorities then without coming off too desperate or flexible? I think there's a way to do that very naturally mm-hmm. as you talk about your job and yourself, especially if, if finding a relationship is a huge priority for you. I think you could say, I, I work a lot now and like, um, I am, I like it, but I'm also like, I think that's just the way you talk about your life as I'm, uh, I would eventually like to work less. I would like to, to prioritize a relationship. I don't really have much time for that at the moment, but it's something I'm working on moving towards. Yeah. I, I don't think it even has to be that said. I think, I remember when I went to college, 
Okay. Like, and everyone, like, I remember I was graduating high school, my, you know, and everyone's doing the hugging goodbye and, you know, whatever, you know. The last day of college? La- no, I'm talking about high school. Okay. You're leaving high school. And it was like, you're going to, everyone's going to college. You're going to that summer before college. Right. I remember my dad said something to me, like, he was like, you know, you're going to find another one of that guy, another one of that guy, another one of that guy. Sentimental. Yeah. He's like, he's like. <laughs> Did you write that in their yearbook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're replaceable. Yes. That's what I wrote. So, but he wasn't raw. And he's like, and the people you enjoy, you're going to make time for. Just naturally. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. So, like, for this person to have to explain a ladder speech, like... I don't think she has to explain that, but I think if that is true... And that's something that would naturally come up that like when you're talking about your life. Sure. Yeah. I, but not I, as though I don't think she should say it as a way to attract men who might leave because she's works a lot. Yeah. Like or she takes trips with her friends. People will cancel a trip with friends that they hypothetically made for this new partner that they have or bring the partner along with them. Right. Things change. People change. You would just net. You're saying you would just naturally do that. Yeah. I mean, I think again, I agree with you and that it definitely doesn't have to be a thing. Mm. But if she's if if she's getting the feedback that she seems like she the, the guys that she's dating are like you don't really have time to to hang out, I think that's like something that if she wants to put out there is not that big of a deal. Yeah, I I I I agree with you. I in a natural, not it, like before you think that I'm like working all the time, yeah. <laughs> like I'm willing to give it all up if you marry me. I I think the 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 quote for the right person is a yeah. really good thing to say. Totally. Like if you always end the sentence for the right person. It's not a lie, and it's not to any question that you to any get. Question. Right? Yeah. Hey, totally. do you would you go? You know, your your you have a f- trip with your friends planned. You know, would you cancel it for some, for the right person? Yeah. Why haven't you been in a relationship in a while? Looking Just for the right person. Looking for the right person. Any dating question. Yeah. Which is Three. true. It's true. Yeah. It, and more healthy. Yeah. Then, well, I, I do not go on any trips with a boyfriend until all after these, three months. If you have all these rules, mm-hmm. these rules, people. Three, is it just the guys in my hometown? Many who have good jobs, but obviously the salary is much lower just simply due to the cost of living. I grew up middle class and talking about money makes me extremely uncomfortable. Is it just, I think that there is something to, if you're in an environment, Mm. you are like you're, everyone is rich or poor subjectively. Totally agree. It is, it does hugely, if you're rich in New York city, if you're, if you're poor in New York city, you might be rich in the Midwest. Totally. Um, So I think that there is a sense of like, 
if she, that is something she has to like think about when you move to a certain area, like those are generally like, that's, that's what the hand you're dealt in terms of like the, the type of men that you're going to meet. Someone might be wowed by your two bedroom home that you would be kind of surprised that they would be wowed by. Yeah. And that's something to take into consideration when you choose any neighborhood. Yeah. Like in the op, and I, I've thought about that in both ways. There's like, do you, you know what I mean? You could move into a neighborhood where you're the poorest person. You're like, no, can I, can I keep up with everyone else here? And then the other way around has its own, like clearly has its own issues too. Yeah, it's, and it's funny she wrote, I'm, I'm incredibly, extremely uncomfortable talking about money. You, I mean, that's the one thing about San Francisco that's pretty eye-opening. They hate any mention of money. Really? San Francisco, it was like palpable. They just like, like to wear sneakers. Well, they, everyone, you know, I, I open every show, I'm like, yeah, good to be in San Everyone here is rich but thinks they're poor and tells people they're poor, you know, and right. I, I get it. The cost of living there is very high in San Francisco, but it's also like this, it's this weird thing that they all, they just, they're very on guard about that. Okay. Like, and I can see, you know, this, the area of the country they're in, like, you know, this is an uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable everywhere, but I can, this area for, you know, they just moved from San Francisco. I can understand that's a big thing. Right. And, to me, like, I always just act as if. I think that's a kind of a good policy. Act as if what? This is normal. Like, oh, like the house? Oh. Right. Yeah, you know, this is my house. It's right. rich. You know, oh, no, it's a nice house. You know, I love it. I'm, this is why I got it. Like, I, I don't really think. Yeah, if you I don't, don't think make it a thing. I think if you don't yourself. make it. I don't think if you don't make it a thing, it shouldn't be a thing. And if it's a thing for the guy, then they're not the right match for you. And I do. I don't think that it's totally inaccurate to say. Perhaps you've moved to an area where there might be less matches for you than a different area. Yes. That's not like a necessarily false thing. It doesn't mean there are no matches, but it could mean that's that might be a reality of the situation. You got a good deal on a house. The con is that like there might be a smaller pool of people that are a good fit for you. But also someone's going to be impressed by her. That's nice. That's, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. impressed. It's not zero. It's just maybe potentially less, but many people will be turned on by that. But, but back to what you said about the environment, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you got a nice house in this town. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh my God, this is beautiful. There's a great, you, someone can, I I think like anyone who's surprised is not your match is not the the answer. Right. Someone might be surprised and go, holy shit, and do it in a class. Be very into it. What's your mortgage? I'd be like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. But But if they're like, this is really impressive. I'm like, uh, you must like, be very good at your job. I love it. Give me the tour. Let <laughs> yeah. me see this thing. Yeah. What, where'd you get this furniture? It's unbelievable. What's Ethan Allen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. This, no, that's this, a good point too. Yeah. You know, like, right. You know, the idea that it's okay to own. Yeah, I'm doing, this is a nice place. I, 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 I take pride in it. Thank you. It's okay to like take a compliment. Right. You know, without it being. Well, they're they're getting, trying to figure me out now. I can't let them know that I have too much because then I won't be able to have an opinion on anything. You know, like right. Which leads us to our next question: Should I buy an uglier house? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, but not really. No, yeah, no, you should not buy an uglier house. No. Um, Any other yeah. advice? Number five. I think the advice is that like sometimes things get in your head and then they become a bigger thing than they actually are. So maybe like a couple people made a comment, which now have like they're they're like living in the back of your head, and you probably she's probably forgotten about every guy who was like, oh, this is like, you know what I mean? The, yeah. the house is great, and she's fixating on the the negative comments. But I think that sometimes that like 
becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. If you become like too defensive of the house or it becomes, then it becomes like a complex <laughs> when it doesn't have to be. Make it fun. Look them in the eye. Just be like, hey, you ever gotten a hand job in a BMW? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> she included pictures of the house yeah. that were very, it's a beautiful home. It's a beautiful home. It's 28 home, homeowner. Yeah. Great. She's That's cute. She included her profile. Yes. It's all here. Someone is going to to love you despite your beautiful house. And despite the hat you wore in picture three. I would yes. get rid of That's that. That's another tip uh. for you, unsolicited. <laughs> I mean, we could do a dating at makeover, but that would I be mean, a different episode. She looks like she's getting sorted into houses at Hogwarts. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is that hat? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We love you. Um, yeah, the house is beautiful. Yeah. Um, beautiful house. Thank you for writing in. Yeah. And I would say, don't overthink it. No, I would say that as well. Well, I think we solved dating once again. And the wage gap. And the wage gap. Right. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Someone. We did it. Someone took care of a huge issue in our country. And it was, I knew it, was it would be us. Yeah. Yes. Well, listen, uh, people, if you enjoyed today's episode, send it to the group chat. Let people know. Rate, review, subscribe. Send in your questions. We love a screenshot email. Uh, you up at Betches.com. You up at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. And uh, make sure you're telling your friends. You keep letting people know this show. You know, we are, interestingly enough, it's been growing. We're in a great we're in a great place. Yeah. Be even greater. Tell all your friends. It's really cool to see that people are involved. And you are telling your friends because we're seeing it in the yes. numbers. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll be back on Wednesday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.